What is up, everybody? It's your boy, Ray, and welcome to another fantastic episode of This Week in Reselling, baby! And today, guys, this episode is a straight-up banger. Cue the DJ horn. Anyways, so we got to speak to Ethan, the college reseller on Instagram, on TikTok, This guy is nuts, guys. He is so awesome. He's incredible. He is 20 years old, part-time reseller. He's going to college. He's got his side hustles separate from reselling. This guy's got it together. He's got a very bright future. He gives a ton of great value. You're really going to enjoy this episode, guys. So here it is. Stay tuned. God bless y'all. Peace. Now we are live. Welcome to another fantastic episode of This Week in Reselling. My name is Ray. My name is Dustin. And we My have, name is Ethan. Yeah, Ethan. And we have a very, is that me that didn't mute it? Look at each other and mute it, and I'm not the one <laughs> muting it. So, um, guys, thank you so much for joining us today on the podcast. We have very special guests uh, that I've wanted to have on the show for a while. His name is Ethan, the college reseller on TikTok and on Instagram. You can find all of his mm-hmm. social media handles down in the description below. But just a little, just um, just a little story of how I met Ethan is uh, we met through TikTok, of course, through the what do you call it, reseller TikTok, if you will, you know. And um, yeah, you know he's a college student. You know, he's got a couple other side hustles that he likes to do besides reselling. And uh, he's currently in an inter- internship. And uh, so we're all going to get into that because I feel like that's super important. How old are you, Ethan? Just curious. I just turned 20 a month ago. Okay. So he just turned 20 a month ago. The man is not able to drink legally <laughs> yet. So, uh, so he's very young. And I wish I know Dustin and I we would uh we would actually if we found reselling before, in college uh, over it would have been over it would have been over so you're way ahead yep. of you're way ahead of the curve from us Ethan you got that entrepreneurial spirit that we all love for sure mm-hmm. and uh, just real quick Ethan if you could just tell us a little bit more about yourself how you got into reselling why you got into reselling. And all that good stuff, my friend. Sure. So I guess the big thing for me was I, so growing up, I played soccer only. I never worked any job because I was focused on playing soccer. There was a time where I really wanted to go play pro. Um, I had, I went and played in all the tournaments that I could, trying to get all the looks that I could. And I just, I don't know. I didn't, I couldn't find the looks that I was wanting. And so I, decided to go to a school where I got a bunch of scholarship academically. Um, And so that's the school I'm at now. And I had talked to the coach previously about maybe trying to walk on um, to play soccer for the soccer team. And that was kind of in the back front of my mind. The first, like my freshman year, I was kind of like, let's just, let's just do school. And then the second semester of freshman year, I'll just try and walk on. And so I had trained and practiced all the way up and through um freshman year I was going out every day making sure that I was ready and then uh that second semester came and it was like I got on and they were like so our tryouts for our team is two weeks long 
And so I was told day two that I was on the team. So I didn't even have to do the rest of the tryout. I was just practicing as a player for the team. Um, and so that was my main focus is I was all soccer, all soccer, all soccer. And I downloaded TikTok the second day after I um, was on the team, just because my teammates were posting dumb stuff to it. And I was interested in seeing what they were seeing. And literally the night that that happened, I saw Carrie's video. American Arbitrage's video. And it was just out of the blue on my For You page. And he was like at Goodwill or something and found some toy. And I had never stepped foot into a Goodwill. I don't think ever. Like never had a desire to, never wanted to. I always got my clothes from like retail stores and everything. Like never stepped into it. And so I was like, well, that's interesting. So I kept scrolling. I followed him and was like, I'll just see what this is about. I'm interested what this whole reselling it thing is. Because you've seen all those Amazon affiliate things where it's like, oh, I do FBA and I make $10 million in 12 seconds. Yeah, that's every, so, every day. That's crazy. And yeah. so it's just like, I was like, this seems different and I like it. And so I kind of just kept watching. And then it took me six months of me watching it to be like, okay, let's try it. Let's see if we can do it. I'm in a college apartment with three other boys. Like it's going to be hard for me to store things. So mm-hmm. we'll, we'll kind of have to do it. And so August of last year is how I started reselling. And so my three people that I followed first were um, Carrie, then it was you guys. And then it was, um, who was the third one? He actually doesn't, do tiktok anymore he deleted his channel um but it's some guy on instagram now and so but you like you guys and carrie were the people that i watched and i was like i have a i have an amazon bin store just like you guys do i was like oh i'll go to i'll go to one and we'll just see how it goes the first day i went i got one of those dyson fans the ones that have like oh have the fan in the middle of it paid five dollars for it and sold it for two hundred dollars the next day and i was like huh I kind of like this. And so it was like, it got me hooked. And so all through August through probably we'll say April of this year is like a big learning thing for me. Mm-hmm. Obviously my TikTok channel has grown a lot since that time. And I started in December of just posting just random stuff of what I found, but there's a lot of growth of like most of this stuff doesn't sell. Like oh, the stuff that I find at Goodwill is not selling. And so basically I've said that my start of reselling, like going full at it, not full time, but going full at it and being real about it was in May. And since then I've done some crazy numbers that I never thought that I would have ever done. Um, and I'm sure that's partly because of the knowledge that I've learned from everybody else. But mm-hmm. um, the big thing for me is like, I've, I've taken it and been like, would I buy this stuff? Would I want to buy a toy for my kid that looks like it's been thrown around in a dumpster for 10 years, or would I want to buy something that's actually good? Um, yeah. So that's kind of my reselling story. Um, yeah. So you guys were one of the first people I followed Ray and I've told you that, but um, yeah, that's, that's kind of how I started out. That's awesome. So do you, do you still go to that bin store that that's close to you? I do. So when I'm at school, there's not one where I live now. Um, I live three hours from where I go to school. Mm-hmm. And so when I'm at school, they, I get up really early on Saturday and I'll go and do it. But 
I'm kind of split it between that and yard sales right now because mm. they they upcharge their prices and then they stop getting as much good stuff in their like highlight videos. Mm. And yeah. so I was like, I don't yeah, know we, if we won't there. I don't know if I want to risk going to the bin store when I know that I'm seeing something at a yard sale that I can probably get ch cheaper than a bin store and flip it quicker. So sometimes it's just kind of here and there. Like it's just like I'll go to a bin store, then I'll go to yard sale. It just kind of depends on the week. Yeah. It's, it is, it is, you know, Dustin and I are actually in that predicament now because right. just because all these bin stores are popping up everywhere now because they, you know, they see that they can be successful. The mm -hmm. price of pallets, even with the pandemic, has skyrocketed. So the good pallets are way more expensive and there's a lot more competition. So the stuff that you get at these bin stores is not going to be as good because they're not willing to pay as much for it. So even this right. week, even yesterday, Dustin and I were like, man, we should have went yard selling because on the way home, we just kept saying yard sale sign after yard so sale many. sign after yard sale sign. And then especially knowing that we didn't find that good of a stuff stuff Saturday morning. And mm -hmm. then we could have found better stuff at a yard sale. So, right. but it's, it's to each his own, I guess that's what mm -hmm. the term is or whatever. So, so, uh, so Ethan, um, we know that you go to college, right? You, uh, you were, you know, um, what are you, what are you like majoring in? Um, my major is business marketing. So conveniently, yeah. that's kind of what I do now <laughs> um, yeah. with the whole recent thing and um, TikTok. And I'm making a YouTube tonight. So oh, YouTube nice. will be up tonight. And so, um, yeah, um, this is kind of just how I, how I have always thought. I was originally going into management when I was a freshman. And my advisor, who was a management, like, professor was like don't do this this is not for you and i've never been told that with schooling before and it was kind of one of those like eye openers mm -hmm. he was like you're not you're not built for management which is a good thing you're built for marketing and built for being analytical like that and like organizationally wise so it was weird to hear but it was good to hear because now i have like a good direction of where mm -hmm. i want to go sounds like you have a pretty good advisor at least one that can be honest with you you yeah. know that's awesome yeah she was she was a very good one. Yeah. So let's say hi to some people in the comments. And again, guys, if you ever want to, you know, if you're in your car listening to us and if you ever want to stop by and say hello, come over on YouTube. We do these live mostly every Sunday now at 830 mm -hmm. Central Standard Time. So just come and say hello to us. So let's say hi. We have Jeremy uh, with Colts Comics. He was a guest of last week so come and say yep. uh come in and say hello we have matt the thrifter sifter and then we have bill williams aka collectibles i believe coming and saying hello and uh thrifter sifter the king of garage sales i think matt you need to just change your name to uh garage sale king you yep. know just go ahead and scrap the thrifter sifter because you ain't going to thrift stores, thrift stores no more bro garage sale king my my man so Jeremy has a good question, Ethan. He says, once you graduate from college, what are you going to change your name to? College graduate. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, it's actually, so it's going, I'm going into a whole rebrand. Obviously on TikTok, you can't have a three letter name. 
And so it'll still be on TikTok. It'll still be the college website. But nice. for Instagram and for YouTube, it's going to be TCR. Um, okay. That's what my eBay name is. It's what all of this stuff is. And it just kind of like sounds cool, I guess. I don't know. Um, but it's just yeah. kind of one of the things where I can use TCR as like saying like this was where my roots were with reselling. But I can also oh. say like – for t- like being i can make a new tcr what it's supposed to stand for but at the same time i can always say i'm just a college reseller that's i mean i'll be i'm graduating this year i'm 20 years old i'll be oh, a year i'll be a year out so like i have two years when i'm supposed to graduate but i'm graduating a year early and so i'll still technically be college aged for another two years yeah. um so i could still pull it off but yeah mm. um It'll be TCR. I don't think I'll change it. I think I've, talk, I've talked to Hidden Isle about it. Um, his name is so cool. And I wanted, I was like, dude, I need your name because <laughs> your name is legit. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that's where I'd be rebranding it is TCR. Just, I think that just suits me nice. more post college. And that, that's going to be the name of your YouTube channel? Uh, yes. Okay, cool. So we'll make sure you're the anybody. first ones to subscribe to that YouTube channel for sure. Yes, sir. And YouTube is a grind, bro. So you oh, got to no. stay consistent. So just oh, a word of advice for that. If you want your YouTube channel to grow, be consistent with your videos. Oh, if yeah. you want if you want it to Consistency grow. Consistency is key. Mm-hmm. Matt says, I'll be back at the thrift store soon. LOL. I hear you, bro. And then mm-hmm. uh, Jeremy says, everything Ethan does <laughs> sounds cool. It's true. It's true. So, um, gosh, Ethan, that's a lot of really good information that you just gave us, Ethan. Um, so that Dyson fan that you found, that just hooked you. Selling it for $200, and you bought it for five? Yep. Gosh, that's, yep. That, that's a dope find. That's a very insane find for my first ever find. And I was like, I think I bought two other things that maybe sold for $10 a piece. And I was like, I was so hooked on the fact that I found that Dyson fan that I kind of just took it out of the store and didn't want anybody else to have it. And I had like, like two terrible other things. And I was just like, get me out of the store. I'll go home. Like kind of thing. And then I probably missed a whole bunch of other Mm -hmm. stuff. And I've matured since then. And now I, when I go, I pick up about, $150 $150 worth of stuff rather than $15 worth of stuff. Mm-hmm. So, Bill said that, let me say that Ethan is one of the smartest young people in the flip game. I agree with you. I agree with you 100%. That's one of the reasons why we ha- we wanted you on here, uh, Ethan, because you're you're in college, you're hustling, you got your side businesses and you're you know, you know, you're you're doing it, brother. So that just uh Tells you that anybody can do this. Anybody can make that extra income. Anybody can take that $5 and flip it and possibly make $200 like you said. But you, like, just like just like everything or anything, you take out what you put in. So and you're willing to put in the work, unlike a lot of people that we constantly tell, hey, mm-hmm. you can do this and you can do that. But you still got to put in the work. You know, Not a lot of people that uh, try to do it and – fall off after a little bit even some of our friends will try to do it just mm. yeah because we tell them yeah so but ethan we have the overrated underrated portion of the show so where we give you 10 things and you in your opinion you tell us if they're overrated or underrated 
Five of them are resale related. Five of them are not reselling related. But before we get into that, we just want to uh, say that make sure you follow us on all social media platforms. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Nashville Flippers on TikTok and Instagram. And subscribe to our YouTube channel, The Nashville Flippers. And if you ever want to send us an email, it's thenashvilleflippers at gmail.com. And what else, D? And uh, subscribe to the podcast. We don't have and Facebook follow- yet, do we? What's that? No Facebook yet. No Facebook yet. But yeah. um, And we do have, as of today, we do have a sponsor for the show. Let me share my screen here. Uh, we are we are partnering with Popping Off Toys here in Nashville. Popping Off Toys specializes in Funko Pops. So if you guys ever want to buy a Funko Pop, there is a link in the bio of the store. If you use the code Nashville Flippers, you will receive 10% off. They have all the hottest Funko Pops. You can even pre-order the, uh, the new ones that are coming out. And the best part of Popping Off Toys is it the way that they package their Funko Pops? Because one of the things when you when you sell Funko Pops, collectors are very particular about how these packages come in. So Popping Off Toys has a very um, special way that they ship their Funko Pops. So they come and they arrive undamaged. So if you want to purchase a Funko Pop, go to funk, poppingofftoys.com. Use the code... Uh, National Flippers, and you receive 10% off. So, with that being said, without further ado, overrated, underrated. First question, Ethan. Sourcing on Facebook Marketplace, overrated or underrated? Underrated if you're in a big city, overrated if you're in a small city. And I'll explain why. So, Right now where I am, I'm in a bigger city than where my school is. And so I get, I like this entire summer, I've picked up stuff that I've sold for hundreds of dollars more than what they've listed it for. And so the biggest thing is like, be aware of your location for Facebook because you can extend your reach. Like you could extend it to another big city and then only source in there and you'll just have to make a drive. But I think the biggest thing is location with Facebook Marketplace. But it's like one of the best avenues to do it because most of the time people are just trying to get rid of stuff. And sometimes you can even barter deals if you're smart enough. Like today, I found a 12-person tent for free. Like it was just a massive Ozark Whoa. 12, and it, it was free, and they're selling for like 300 bucks. Now, granted, she hasn't wow. messaged me back yet. <laughs> like it's one of those things where like those opportunities come all the time, and – like one of the best apps that I have um, connects Facebook Marketplace, OfferUp, and Nextdoor, and all of the free items pop up on my phone before most people get it. And so I can see like that's where that tent popped up. And I'm like, that's a weird thing. And it's like a brand new tent. Somebody just doesn't want it and doesn't want to deal with the hassle of selling it. And I'll, mm-hmm. I'll sell it. I'll put shipping on it and we'll get it out to somebody. But I think it's very, very underrated depending on location. Nice, nice. That's a great. That is a great answer. Jeremy says that um, Facebook Marketplace is terrible in my area. So good answer. Mm-hmm. Maybe Jeremy is uh, living in a more of a rural area of uh, Indiana. So uh, yeah, that is a great answer. Um, what's the best thing that you flipped for free? 
Um, free in terms of money or free in terms of time spent and money? Because, okay, so free because of money. I found two pairs of Merrells. Somebody, some guy just didn't want them anymore. And so I went and drove and I'd never heard of Merrells before and picked them up. Didn't even look at their condition, was just interested in it. Two pairs of running shoes and I sold them for $100 for the pair of them. So nice. it spent 30 oh, minutes of my time driving and a hundred dollars and I paid no money. And because my car is amazing, I wasted basically no gas. So, nice. Nice. Um, and then in terms of like money and time, the biggest drive that I made was an hour and I picked up four golfing irons uh, here and some of them are still in my store. But um, they're worth 30 to 45 a piece. And I love picking up golf clubs. And so for me, it's just, again, based on your area, it can be amazing. Also, it could be terrible because you could get firewood and pieces of wood that they don't want and pay bills and stuff like that. So, yeah. Yeah. That's hey, great. Look, what are the best prices are of golf clubs? Because I'm not a golfer. Dustin's a golfer. Mm -hmm. um, what are some of the, you know, for someone like me that doesn't know anything about golf clubs, what are some good ones to flip and what, what do I need to look out for? I think the biggest thing is you can look up on the internet and I can say mm -hmm. it here, but the best top six or seven, anything from those brands sell. It might take time if they're older. It might be amazing if like people don't know. Like for, for somebody like me that plays golf consistently, I know these things like off mm -hmm. the top of my head and I'm like, okay, a Titleist driving iron is going to sell for $100 regardless of it's from 10 years ago. It's a driving iron. And so the biggest thing is is for like understanding what the top seven are and then being able to translate that to eBay. It may sell for $20. That's $20 more than what you had before. Okay. That's nice. So what's the number one? Dustin may have to change my mind on this, but I think I say Taylor Made right now is the biggest I'll thing. Taylor Made, yeah. Taylor Made is the big one right now. I like Mizuno. I got Mizuno, so I got I hit Mizuno Irons and Taylor Made Driver Woods, but I'm yeah. all about. Yeah, Taylor Made is the big big money right now because they mm. have all the big players on their team right now. Yep. So they've got DJ. They've got. Colin Morikawa, they've got Roy McIlroy, they've yes. got Tiger, and they've got all these big guys. And so the following is, let's go tailor-made, even yep. if it's not the best clubs for people to use based on their styles. Like mm -hmm. anybody will do anything to be DJ, and anybody will do anything yeah. to be Tiger. So I say Titleist. Say Titleist is up there. I agree. I say look out for Scotty too. Camerons. Scotty Camerons are huge. Vokey oh, wedges. I, yep. Yep. I have a good story about a about a Scotty Cameron, but I can share that later if I need to. Okay. Word. Okay, cool. So uh, next overrated, underrated, MLS, Major League Soccer. Overhyped, not overrated. Ooh, okay. It's, it's supposed to be the next league, but it's where people come to die in the soccer terms. And like um, require and make their money. Yes. And so yeah. that, like, but it's also, if you've watched it at all this year, it's terrible soccer. <laughs> it's awful soccer. And it's not anything to look like. 
it's no fun to watch that. I'd rather watch a lot of other things. And so I, I could not tell you the last time I watched an MLS game. So I'd say overrated and overhyped, but it can be underrated for youth academy players like kids mm. my age to go to the next level okay. because of like how yeah. how the, the mm-hmm. league is built. It's just bad. So it's either it's either a stepping stone to get to somewhere else, or it's or, a, or it's somewhere where um, you go and retire. And I just like the Raiders. What's that, Justin? Kind of like the Raiders. You just go there to retire. <laughs> <laughs> I just noticed that my computer wasn't plugged in. Uh-oh. I was fixing it. It was fixing a dot. So, um, next question: Overrated, underrated? Buying electronics at Goodwill. Underrated, hundred percent. Mm-hmm. That's that's forty percent of my business right now. Is I have I have like an entire shelf right now in the closet here that's all electronics that have been here for less than three weeks and I have already replenished since then. I Dang. make I make money quicker that way than anything with clothing, than anything with golf, than anything with like I sold three electronics in the last two days and I've so made what are, over what are we looking at, at what are we looking at at Goodwill for electronics? Um it's uh, I'd say the anything Sony. Sony does really well. Um, the inter- entertainment systems, the um, VCRs, VCR DVD combos are like the most known thing in reselling community. Probably overhyped. Mm. That that's one. Saying yep. anything about VCRs, anybody knows that. That's even not in the not in the reselling community knows mm-hmm. the VCRs. That's why Goodwills have been taking advantage and start pricing those up. Anyways, uh, okay. I'd say, um, I mean, I, I look at anything electronic. My biggest inspiration for reselling in these last three months that I've gone hard at is Osborne to Thrift. If you guys can get him on a show, that would be crazy. Who is it? His, Osborne to Thrift. Okay. His okay. brain is amazing. He makes his, I think his 90-day total was at $70,000. Wow. Like makes bank and his, he runs out of a place in Idaho, just runs out of a storage unit in Idaho and makes crazy money. And so I was like, never, never did electronics, never did anything. I watched two of his videos and I was like, I'm going towards electronics. And then Mm. I made $300 in a day and I was like, yep, this is where I'm going to stay. So like right now I'm I'd say I'm like 30% electronics, 30% 30% shoes, 30% golf, and then like 10% clothing. Nice. We have an interesting comment here that I want to touch on. Bill says that I'm going to start a class on how to avoid scams on the internet for $24.99 if anybody's interested. I know that's, <laughs> that's tongue-in-cheek, but the funny thing about that is that – It's so true. A lot of people on – you know, you see the gurus, the you know, the Amazon sellers – you know, like all that stuff. Um, just be careful, you know, like who is, you know, peddling, you know, mm-hmm. certain courses and stuff like that. Because everything that you – every all the knowledge is out there for free. You just got to look for it, you know. And I don't know. I just wanted to give that PSA because I know a lot of people tend to peddle, you know, 
and we try to give off, you know, any questions that people may have, you know, just email us or whatever. We're gladly, you know, gladly going to answer it free of charge. So just, you know, I'm going to just put that out there. But uh, overrated, underrated, Ethan, the Olympics. Underrated for certain sports, overrated for others. Okay. Skateboarding should not be a sport in the Olympics. What? No. I thought it was cool. What about like archery and stuff? I would say the same thing, kind of. I think some of that takes a lot more skill than what people realize. You don't and again, think I think takes skill? I think I think it does. I think it very much does, but I don't think it's like and what when Olympics was started, I don't think that's like a sport that they thought of. Like I bet okay. I guarantee I that a that. bunch of these sports that are coming up into it are like not sports that they would have been like when the Olympics started in w- like very early AD, they did not say, oh, I want a board to be grinding down a ramp and people to do tricks on it. That's not what it was. It was well, what running. about gymnastics? Well, I mean, it's around, It's they were built around Olympia and having ridiculous mm-hmm. body types and being able to do contort their bodies in ways that they shouldn't, which is gymnastics. Mm-hmm. So okay. I don't think they did exactly gymnastics, but I think, I think sports like that are everyday things, how about that? Shouldn't be in the Olympics. But I think sports that are not everyday things should. So what about basketball? I'm indifferent about that. We I, I watched a little bit of the three on three basketball. Have you seen that? That's it's a little crazy how many they've added in the last mm-hmm. two Olympics yeah. compared to anything that I remember like obsessing over the 2008 Olympics when Michael Phelps was swimming, like at his oh, peak. Yeah, that was dope. Like I, I mean, I was seven then, but like I was obsessing over the fact that that is like the level. But mm-hmm. now you have three-on-three basketball and skateboarding and probably next year there or next Olympics they'll have shuffleboard and it's just getting insane. I'm just e-sport, like esports. e-sports. I, I will stop watching the Olympics if esports <laughs> get into the Olympics. What do you think about having golf in it though? Oh, I think it's amazing. Yeah, I'm, I'm a golf fan, so I can't. Yeah, I don't. I can't say I can't. <laughs> is golf part of the Olympics? Yeah, it is. Oh, okay. They started it. Was part. it the last Olympics they started it? They started oh, in London. Or is it okay? So 2012. Okay, so 20. Okay. okay. Nice. Yeah. All right. So um, let's see here. Uh, overrated, underrated sourcing at flea markets because I've known I saw that you like to go to flea markets sometimes. Underrated because the people at the flea market where I go are not the brightest, and so they don't know the prices that they're selling it at. And so, if you guys want to go to my flea market, I make bank from there. We might not have the same luck here, (laughs) just saying, yeah. Yeah, our flea market, it's back, you know, because it's been closed down for a long time. Mm-hmm. But then half of it, they're building the new soccer stadium where the Nashville flea market was. Uh, so so it's not going to be as big or whatever. So. so next question, Ethan, overrated, underrated, veggie burgers. Overrated. We've Carnivore. had some good veggie burgers, though. 
carnivore all the way. <laughs> okay. Okay. I, I don't, I am not a big like replacement eater, if that makes sense. I don't mm -hmm. prefer things that should be something or well should be in is I think that burgers are burgers and mm -hmm. anything else it shouldn't be labeled as a burger. It should be labeled as a veg veggie patty or a veggie something. Like um, a sandwich or something. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But okay. overrated. Nice. Kind of want to add one. Kind of want to add one. What you got? Overrated, underrated air fryers. Air fryers. I've never had anything from an air fryer, so uh, underrated, middle rated. I don't know. What does Gary V say? <laughs> Accurately rated. Accurately rated. Oh, gotcha. What do you think, Dustin? Definitely underrated. Underrated. I just made some chicken out of that thing today. Best chicken I've had. Better off like the grill. Grilled chicken, like chicken yeah. breast. Yeah, put some marinated it. Put some chicken breast in there. Juicy chicken, perfect. Mm, you're gonna Came have to show perfect. me how to make it. You just hit the chicken option on the air fryer. <laughs> <laughs> That's a my ass. Let it sit, flip it halfway, and done. Nice, easy. All right, all right. Uh, Thrifter Sifter said, um, "I like a good veggie burger, one with beans and beet patties are actually really good." Now Black he, used to, be, he used to be a chef, so he might know what he's talking. Okay. About. okay. So. Overrated, underrated, Ethan. Squish mellows. <laughs> you got that because I posted a video about it. Sorry, <laughs> um, Squish mellows. You know squish what mellows is, Dustin? No, I don't. I, I have one here somewhere. Um, yeah. I would say overrated the community, underrated the resale value of them. Mm. The community lit me up for the video that I posted about, um, like, they posted a video about multiple uh, stitches and duets about how I am the worst human ever for picking what? up a Squishmallow for two ninety nine and trying to sell it for fifteen bucks. Oh, oh, it yeah. was it was bad. Take a number right. No, so the, it was the record amount of comments from the difference between my most hated video to that one. There were more comments on the Squishmallow videos from people from the UK saying that I was the worst person ever to resell it. And the funny thing was is that it is already sold for more than I said that it was on the price. And it was from a viewer that said that they just wanted me to post a video despite them that it would sell for that much. But I wasn't oh. supposed to sell the context. I never did post a video about it, but... Overrated completely. Okay, so there's, like the so the the squid, so there's hatred for the college reseller and the squishmallow community. Squishmallow. <laughs> yes, apparently. This is crazy, and people stitch your video. I have multiple videos stitching my video, duetting my video, telling me that I'm the worst human ever for ever trying to resell Squishmallows and you should only buy it from the market that it comes from, from Walmart, Target, and stuff like that. And so I decided to leave it and be the better man and leave it because if I said anything, knowing these people that were posting about it, I could have gotten in a bunch of trouble. And Although that could have maybe blown up my account mm -hmm. of all the trouble that was happening, because that's the way TikTok goes, yeah. I decided to leave it. And so, <laughs> hate comments. So you know, you if anybody it. wants to know what a squishmallow looks like, I'll post it on the screen here. Uh, can I do it? 
Can you guys see that? Nope, I gotta see you. <laughs> oh, there we go. There it is. These are squishmallows, okay. Dustin. Those are like those squishy, th I guess those squishy things. I don't know. Yeah. This is kind of like a stress ball in a way. Yep. What is the rarest one? Uh, well, this one's. That one's. 800. 800. This one's 1700 on Macari. What? No way. Let's see. Let's see what it is. This is great. I'm curious too, Dustin. What is the rarest Squishmallow? Are we missing Ooh. out on Squishmallows? Oh, wait. Should it we is. have been. You should have been in it probably last year during the pandemic. Because that's when they went crazy. But it's neither here nor there. I saw a swing seen some and give me five. Like, you I need to that. pick them up because if they knew a tags, they sell for over 20 bucks. She. It says Jack the Black Cat is the rarest Squishmallow. Jack the Black Cat. <laughs> so we're going to go ahead and look at the eBay full comps. To see what the current well, my computer wants I, to work here. I love how that's how the conversation has gone to that. There's three men looking up squishmallows. That's that's the level of pure this. pure entertainment. <laughs> it's I'm for happy. the um. It's so we know. Jack, oh, okay. look, look at that. Jack, uh, Commonwealth Picker said Jack the Black Cat is the rarest one out of all of them. Oh, my gosh. Well, that so, was not in any of my videos, unfortunately. Otherwise, I could have been. So oh currently one geez. sold July 24th oh, for $710. What are, what are we doing? This one sold for $2,000. Is it because <laughs> it's in the plastic bag, like a Ziploc bag? Probably. Well, yeah, because it's. 1300 900 1500 1600 700 y'all we're missing out we missed out big here we are buying pokemon cards we should have been buying squishmallows <laughs> <laughs> so now we know guys if we you ever come across a black cat squishmallow purchase jump it. On it take it from purchase. take it from the kid <laughs> or gift it to us you found three of them. Just yeah. I think Justin's yes. uh, Justin's little boy is looking for one. So yes, secondly, looking for all of them, all rare ones. Yeah. He's looking for them. Yeah. So next question here, um, Ethan. Overrated, underrated Ford Mustangs. Overrated. They're too loud. <laughs> the kids, the kids, the kids that live here soup them up. And it's like three o'clock mm. in the morning and they're high schoolers and they're like, Oh, I'm the big stuff. I'm gonna shoot my car down the road. High school so. kids driving new Mustangs. Love it. No, yeah. right. Especially in my area because their parents pay for it. Yeah. So same thing. Like uh, yep. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I'd say overrated. I'm not a big Ford Mustang guy. I love my Porsche nine eleven though. That's my dream oh. car. Let me yeah. I want a skyline. I want a skyline. That's a good car too. Ooh, yeah. yeah, that's nice. So, next thing up, uh, overrated, underrated, selling sports cards. Overrated. Because you've been dabbling in that a little bit. Overrated for right now. I think that they could pop off when football season comes around because Trevor Lawrence is the hot stuff right now. And so mm -hmm. 
when he gets his prism card, that thing will be worth. I, I, my guess, and somebody can quote me on this. My guess is his one of one autograph prism card will go over for five hundred thousand dollars graded. I'm going for it. Like PSA ten, PSA ten, Jim meant PSA ten, like perfect condition. If it's one of anything, autograph, signature, whatever, it will go for over five hundred thousand dollars. That's where the sports market is leading. It's yeah. down right now because there are no sports other than baseball, mm-hmm. and nobody really wants to collect baseball cards. It's basketball, football, and a little bit of soccer. But it's mm-hmm. – I mean, it could go crazy. And I think I'll invest in it a little bit. I don't think I'll, like, properly invest, invest. But I'll I'll go and try and find cards. But I'm more interested now in reselling goods mm-hmm. rather than cards because cards are like basically like the stock market i mean it can yeah. go up and down at any second and mm-hmm. it's probably the same with pokemon but i oh, like for sure i think that it could explode as come september mid-september so i'd say i'd say mm-hmm. underrated then overrated right now there's nothing to look for now yeah i did Just, i did sell a joe burrow card yesterday yeah. for almost 200 bucks so I was like, still, said, the, yeah, yeah, still, still individual cards sell, right? But the big thing is, is it's the difference between like buying a box and it be worth it now, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, if you're just buying a straight box, like I have mm-hmm. Anthony Edward rookies out the wazoo right now that I'm just holding mm-hmm. because yeah. as soon as he gets like a good, like if he gets defensive player of the year or second player of the or second mm-hmm. or what is it, sophomore of the year, something like that, as soon yeah. as he gets that skyrocket and i have something sitting at psa through nash cards that i still haven't gotten back and i sent it out in december so well, it's been seven months and i have a joe burrow red white and blue that two. has not come back to me and it's well worth if it's a 10 it'll be worth over a grand so um we'll see. Money. Yeah. yeah hopefully it comes back a 10 otherwise if it comes back a two i'm gonna be sad i'll just break the case and i'll just sell oh, it for- yeah I mean, you'll know if it, if if you sent it out and it looks like a two, it's going to be a two. Yeah, I mean, you know, you know what to look for, you know, before you send it out. So I think yeah. you do. Yeah. So uh, last one, uh, overrated, underrated, Ethan. Lunchables. <sighs> overrated. Overrated, he said. Even the pizza ones. The pizza I ones money. when I money. when I was growing up. The Lunchables were not a thing that my family did. Okay. When I was in when I was in elementary school, pre like fifth grade, we didn't do like organic stuff, and so that's probably when I had Lunchables, but I don't remember it. Mm. Post my memory of fifth grade, I never had a Lunchable. I think I've had one since the last time I could remember it, and it was because I was starving. So I think it's I think it's good if you're like need food desperately, <laughs> but I think it's overrated otherwise. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. All right, man. So that was overrated, underrated. I appreciate you asking the questions or answering the questions, uh, Ethan. Thank you so much. So let's get into let's get into some get to know Ethan questions here. Oh, so so Ethan, we know that you're going to school. You know you're you're. Uh, your major is in marketing. Um, you're transitioning from playing soccer to working for the team with social media. 
So, uh, what is current, like, what your internship, you're in, you know, you doing, tell us a little bit about your internship and what your ultimate goal is. Like, what do you want to uh, do? You know, because you said also you have a um, lawn care business on the side and you're doing this internship and then you're reselling. Like, what is the ultimate goal for Ethan? What does he want to do for a living? Because you got, you're, you got, you got a lot of hands, your hands in different things, man. That's the best part about not knowing what I want to do post-graduation is that I have so many hands and so many things that I know how to build a business with my reselling. I know how to build a business with my lawn care. Like I could drop into a, a city and build a repertoire of lawns and I could be a lawn care company and I could do that. Like, And I would make good money doing that because lawn care is like if you want cash or if you want an account, you can get an account from somebody very quickly and very easily. Mm. Um, I think long-term, I would love to do something with sports and marketing, whether that be in the marketing department or whether that be in the social media department. Um, I would love to do something with that. That's like the ultimate goal, like safe version. How about that? Like that's okay. my safe, like I would love to do that. Like if that if that happened, that would be amazing. I think a dream a dream combo job is to do reselling plus that. Yeah. Is to have reselling supplement basically try and match what I'm making monthly. So that way the reselling is paying for my bills. And then anything else that I'm making, I can put it towards savings. I can put it towards a house. I can put it towards a new, like a car. Like I can, I can use my money that I'm making at my real job as saving and doing mm -hmm. spending and using it for vacations and stuff like that. But use my reselling money as paying my bills, paying for the phone bill, paying for the electricity, stuff like that. Where it's like the the stuff that I'm buying will then help me. I don't know if that kind of makes sense, but that's yeah, kind no. of like where my, where my mind is at. But I also could do lawn care and I would be the happiest person in the world because I love being outside. And I like it. Yes, it's a probably a nine month gig, but you make so much in nine months. You literally can make like I could do reselling during the winter, during Q4 and be fine. Uh, like, yeah, because because of how yeah. much money I've made in that nine month period there's a three month gap where I could go October, November, December, or even January, February, depending on where I live, like mm -hmm. where I could just go hard Q4 on reselling and make a bunch of money. And I'm not having to kill myself doing reselling work or other work, like sitting down doing a job that I don't want to do. Um, I could go enjoy wherever I'm living or whatever I'm doing rather than just like stressing myself out. That's my ultimate goal is to not have a job where it's not, it's a job. Like it's a joy to be there. Like I want to love doing it. Otherwise I won't do it. Nice. Nice. Hey, that's a great answer, man. And you'll be there. You'll be there working for the Titans one day. To meet <laughs> yes, maybe. Maybe. Let's go. Getting his yeah. field passes. Huh? Getting his field passes. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. That. I got that for sure. So thank you for answering that question, Ethan. And uh, now – the we got we got the um we used to have this segment on the show called uh TikTok comment of the week it's got it went away for a little bit but we brought it back by popular demand 
So before we get into that, guys, again, make sure you follow Ethan on all of those social media platforms. The links are down in the description below. We even have his eBay page down there. So if you guys want to go in there and purchase some awesome items, uh, just click on the link and uh, purchase the goods. So for the TikTok comment of the week, just a little bit of a background. This has to do with um, I picked up a um, a I picked this up at Goodwill. It was a Jurassic World blue, you know, the Raptor blue uh, mask, right? Mm. Tennis one Bianca took to Goodwill, <laughs> right? So, um, so this mask. I put in the video, you know, I uploaded the video on TikTok, and then a, 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 apparently they're going for good money. I purchased the mask for like a dollar ninety nine or two dollars. Can't really remember how much it was, but they're going for. They're consistently selling for thirty to fifty dollars. So this guy puts on the, you know, on here. I don't want to know where that furry mask has been. And then he also commented, "Furries are re really reselling masks." So I didn't know what the heck he was talking about. So I even put down in the comments, what are you talking about? So I, I decided to do a little more digging. So furries are people that dress up as animals, right? So that's like a subculture. They go to conventions. They dress up as animals. They, uh, they I guess... Um, turn their personas into these animals and it's like a whole weird subculture and so people take these uh raptor masks and they do a dinosaur furry version so let me just show you uh some of the missing out i know so these are some of the designs that people have done with these uh raptor masks uh they're a little disturbing Okay. They make me feel just a little weird. Is that a gremlin? Like these are all the the, the Jurassic World raptor masks that people have colored. They painted. They've added feathers, and they wear them and they pretend they're raptors or have a different persona. Um, okay. But so uh, if you ever find a Jurassic World raptor mask, do pick it up because it is desirable. Because you have weird people on the internet. Uh, dressing up as animals, and um, and that's it. So what are they so going for? What are they going for? Um, thirty dollars, around thirty to 30. forty dollars. Okay, okay. So, so thoughts, gentlemen. Thoughts, people in the comments. <laughs> I want to know everyone's thoughts. I'm upset I didn't keep that one and decorated it. And I want to say, hey, do, hey, I'll buy one and I'll have you decorate it if you if you're gonna wear it. Justin. All right, I'll get some peacock feathers on there. So, what do you think, Ethan? Give me your thoughts. I think the level of how much this has grown since it originally was a joke when I was in high school. So that's like a thing. So tell me about it. Like, how do you know about it? Because this is the first time I've ever heard of it. Not so the first tonight. It might not be it might not be the best thing for me to say this, but there's never somebody in our school that was a furry. Okay. But there was people that were at other schools that were that would wear these costumes to class. Like I'm talking like the, class. the entire cost to to class. That's gotta and be hot. So 
Oh, <laughs> and where I live, where I live, it's miserable during the times where they would wear it. Like, it'd be like 95, 96, and they're wearing that. And our humidity is no joke. So it's like insane. It it used to be like a like a like a straight meme of like people would just straight make fun of these people. But they think it's like it's like the Squishmallow community. It's like a cult. It's it uh-huh. literally is like if you are a part of this, you're a big family and nobody hurts the furries. And it's like the original start of TikTok was furries versus straights. Like that was like what blew TikTok up. And so furries have been around for a long time, but I've never heard of them using the Jurassic World masks to put another mask on top of their mask. I, I don't know. I think it's strange. So you, you've got in contact with these furries. Contact. No. no. <laughs> like you know of these you know of these furries. I, I have I have seen one in action. In, in action, <laughs> in natural like, habitat. Was this at like yeah. a school dance? Like probably just, uh, right, okay. a school dance or a hallway or something like that. So There's a viral it. video from a high school near us, not not in our city, but near us, of a furry walking into class and out of classroom and down the hallway, and this linebacker comes and. Decks. Oh my goodness. And thinking it was a guy, it was like a petite, like 90 oh. pound girl and just knocked her out. It was bad. But yeah, I, we have, we have known about furries. My, my age group of people have known about furries okay. for a long time. For a while. So Dustin, what do you think about these furries? Should have joined the club. I don't know about it. Join the club. <laughs> We've seen so many of those masks. Give me five. Like now I know why they're there. Yeah, like mm-hmm. we should have been buying them and reselling them. Apparently, yeah, it's weird. Subculture sell, man. Strange. Yeah. So, uh, so furries are people. So, two things like, I learned tonight: squishmallows and furries. Got it. Exactly. So, mm-hmm. next thing, guys, uh, off top or different topic: what's for sale on Facebook Marketplace? Um, yes. This isn't anything funny. Uh, this is actually something that you, you know, Bolo, look out for this item. So this is a Sony PSP 3000 version. Now, the reason why I'm posting this is because people are actually using these to mod now. And then they're putting um, all types of emulating games on there. This one currently has everything from Nintendo to N64 games loaded on this PSP. Does it have a Mario Jurassic Park on there? No, I don't. I don't think so. <laughs> oh, so, okay. so um, this is currently selling on Facebook Marketplace for one hundred and forty nine dollars. On eBay, they're selling for depending on the color, they're selling anywhere from one hundred dollars to two hundred dollars. I think the one that's two hundred is a little more rare because of the color. So if you find these at your thrift store or your um, garage sale or even your pawn shop, I would definitely recommend you pick them, picking them up. The ones on eBay aren't even modded, but people are buying them to mod them and then reselling mm-hmm. them. So don't sleep on Sony PSPs because they're worth good money. Thoughts, gentlemen? I like it. I'm all about the games. 
Mod yeah, I never would have seen a day where PSPs were getting modded. That's crazy to me. I feel old though now. Yeah. About that. And they're really good quality. The screens on them and everything, <laughs> they're they're pretty good. So be on the lookout for that for sure. So yep. So that was TikTok comment of the week and what's for sale on Facebook Marketplace. So for the next segment on the show, uh, Ethan. We want to know what your biggest flip was and what your biggest bust was. Okay. So biggest flip in like a time period or like the biggest flip ever? Because it kind of, it's both. Your biggest it, flip uh, money Since you started? And since you start, I guess since you started. Since, since you started. I started. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, biggest flip ever. Um, unfortunately, it was a sports card flip. Um, but I opened a pack and I got Lonzo Ball, the the color variant version of him. And at the time, Prism basketball was high. And so I got him, and I kept scrolling through the back of it, and I got Anthony Edwards, his rookie as well. So it was like $700 just sitting in my hand, and I paid $10 for the pack. Nice. So I listed Lonzo for 500 and he wasn't selling because usually, like, when those stuff is hot, like, they're selling in, like, a day. Right. So it was a, a week went by, and I didn't get anything. And so I was like, I'll put it on auction for three seventy five. Like, any money I can get at this point, I'm take. So I mm. paid a $0.25 cent insertion fee for three seventy five, And it went up and went up and went up. And it sold for $425 to somebody in Indonesia. Whoa. So. I had never sold anything to Indonesia, but it arrived in May, and I had sold it March. So that's how long it took to get through several customs Dang. to wow. get to him. And so um, it got to him, got to him very safely. I packaged it like it was literally in a bomb shelter. Like it was usually when I package cards, it's sleeve top loader, bubble wrap, it's in a poly mailer, like something like that. But I put this in three different boxes, two different sets of bubble wrap, and it was nice and secure. That thing was not moving. So, And the guy was like, yeah, this is great. I'm an American living in Indonesia, and I wanted the card. And I was like, okay, very well. So that's that's the biggest flip. That's not one that I'm super proud of because it was a card flip. Um, but it is my biggest flip. So what's something that you're proud of? I found a Scotty Cameron putter for 99 cents and sold it overnight for 250. That's pretty cents. good. Dang. 99 cents at a thrift store. Somebody at a thrift store let it go through the processing as a putter that was Scotty Cameron. And I picked it up for 99 cents off of the cart. And mm. I got that and like four drivers for like, I I picked up eleven clubs and they're all sold and I made over six hundred bucks in like a week. That's awesome. See, our good, I can never find any good clubs. They're like all clubs from like nineteen seventy five. <laughs> I'm like, what? Spotting like the, wood, the like, wooden Louisville Slugger one. Uh, oh my gosh. <laughs> but I like Scotty Cameron's. Can't, I mean, I had one myself. Was it? couple years ago end up getting a new putter light because i just i don't know just want to change end up selling it for like 
250, 300 and I bought it yep. for a hundred. So I ended up making money off of it no matter what. So yeah, yeah. there, if you can get one at a good price, a hundred dollars or under, you're going to make some yep. money. Don't mm -hmm. sell for 200 basically mm -hmm. overnight. If you put yep. it at 200 head covers, you get a head, head cover helps too. If yes. it has a head cover. Yes. Mm. Good call. That's good info real quick. Ethan, um, did you use the global shipping program to ship that, um, card or did you use something else? That's when I was not so wise. <laughs> um, I had the international shipping, so it was like $20 okay. to ship it. Um, and so since then I've joined through GSP. And so I'm no longer shipping internationally that way because yeah. I, I, that's when I, that's one of the biggest busts that I've ever had. Um, I sold a puzzle this is pre-GSP. I sold a puzzle for $15 to somebody in Germany. No, Czechoslovakia. And I was like, think I thought, and this is, again, not me being smart. I didn't weigh it. I guess it was three pounds. Put it into a thing, slapped a label on it, and never thought about it. But because the way the international shipping was going when I was in it before GSP, like you were charged shipping when it arrived. And oh, so yeah. I was waiting for it to see like, cause I paid $20 in shipping and it ended up being five pounds. I paid for three pounds. And so eBay charged me the extra money. So I ended up losing $45 from a puzzle sale. Mm. So I joined, I looked up, I watched a video about international shipping and um, GSP was on it. And I was like, I need to join the program. I think you have to be a top rated seller to join the program. And I had mm -hmm. marked that criteria the day before and was like, yep, I'm joining this. I'm never doing that kind of international shipping ever again. Yeah. You can lose so much money doing that. And I was not for that at all. And so. Nice. That's the biggest loss I've ever taken. It okay. sucked. Yeah, that's that's crazy. So yeah, that's one of the things that people they get scared when um, they start reselling is the shipping. Just watch videos, mm -hmm. and you know it's not that hard. You know you can get free free boxes pretty much everywhere. But uh, if you can join the the global shipping program as soon as you can, do it because it's a game changer. Mm -hmm. Because all you have to do is ship it to Kentucky, and then it's out of your hands you don't have to worry about anything so. you guys ship it for like a dollar don't you exactly you right that's door. the best part yeah <laughs> so so yeah so yeah appreciate you uh giving us your biggest flip and biggest bust so we have two questions left ethan so thank you for, so much for joining us we're a little bit over the hour mark but let's answer these yep. two questions and we'll let you go for sure so the next question ethan what is next for ethan what are your what are some of the goals that you have for uh, your reselling business? What's next on the horizon besides, like you were saying, starting your YouTube channel, rebranding, and all that good stuff? The big thing that's next is I just purchased a storage unit at school. So, oh, like okay. I said in May, I was going for it, full at it. So I am now an acclimatized storage unit, um, and so. I will be putting all my inventory in there in second week in August, and then we're going for it. Like, 
I'm at 374 items right now in my store. And so my goal is to get to close to 500, um, as close as I can, hopefully with things selling. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, um, that's the big thing that was next was making that jump because I had run my roommates crazy on how much stuff was just sitting in random closets and like <laughs> could not put find the space to store all this stuff because our townhome was tiny. And so, um, yeah, I, I'm in a storage unit and I'm going to start posting videos on YouTube. I'm depending on a lot of things. My goal is to get three videos a week up there, um, to try and like bolster it, like to get it going. And then we'll see if it goes up or down from there. But I really want to make this thing go. Like, even if it's part-time, like I would love to make it and see it make a substantial amount of income where, Maybe one day in the horizon I can make it a full-time thing because I love it so much and it's more fun for me to do this stuff than literally anything else. And so um, I could sit and watch thrifting videos and good garage sales and Goodwill videos Mm. all day long and learn. Just I just embrace learning and just embrace everything. And so, um, yeah, that's the big first step for me is getting my storage unit and making my business my business and doing taxes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good call, man. That's awesome. You got it. You got it down pat, bro. Mm-hmm. So, um, so Ethan, last question for anybody that wants to get into reselling, what are some tips or what are some things that you learned along your, 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 just your short journey starting in August? It's almost been a year. You know, so just tell us some of the things that um, you learned that you can give advice to people that uh, not to make those mistakes. I've been thinking about this question all day because I knew it was coming. Um, (laughs) um, I have like four major things. One, you will make mistakes. Um, I've made mistakes since August. So um, I've had probably nine months of learning. Um, and some people learn a lot faster, others take it longer than I do. Um, and a lot of people jump out of the reason, but with as many failures as I had, um, with, it's just like making a dollar, making $2 profit. Like mm-hmm. I wasn't comfortable with doing that, but I wasn't making the correct decisions on things and making the correct buys on things that were smart. And I still sometimes don't. There's still some things that I'm like, why Why did I buy that? Like, the comps mm-hmm. weren't even good for that. Like, I just wanted to get something out of the store or something like that. But you will, number one is you will make mistakes. Like, I'm the biggest example of it for a lot of things. And I think the best thing is, is you can, the second thing is you never start, like, you can never start too late because there's always something to sell now. Like, you can list anything like you could like pick up a trash can and sell it for a dollar anything can sell on the internet and you can make a ton of money doing it like there are people that start with a paperclip that have gone viral on tiktok that started a paperclip and basically flipped stuff and mm-hmm. have moved stuff whether that be through community whether that just be through people interested in stuff to buying houses to buying phones to buying computers to buying cars like it's crazy. The amount of stuff that like you can do is based on leading into my third, like 
the third one is you control your destiny um, in terms of reselling. Um, the amount of work you put into it will be the amount of monetary value you will get out of it. If you decide that you're going to go for it halfway, you're not going to get as much as somebody that's going to go for it all the way. And I learned that in May nice. when I was just had 200 listings and I was sitting there. I was like, why would anybody want to buy the stuff that I have in my store when I have no personal like, oh, I would buy this too if I was sitting in my store. Like, and like the biggest thing is that imagining it, it's a storefront. If somebody's going to walk through into your storefront and look at that item and go, nah, why pick it up? Somebody would, but if 99% of people are not going to want to pick up that item, you shouldn't pick it up because it's just going to be a waste of time in your, of your money and a waste of time in your space. And so I think there's just a big value of like, it is okay to be wrong. It is okay to make mistakes, but let the mistakes define the way that you decide how you're going to do reselling because there's so many avenues of doing it. I mean, Ray, you've got probably 70 pairs of shoes and people do those kind of shoes and Pokemon all day long. Mm -hmm. The stuff you guys do at the bins, people do that all day long and make enough money to survive on. They make enough money to mm -hmm. live fruitfully on like, mm -hmm. There is, there is nothing wrong with this, what we do. It depends on the way that you view it and the way that you attack it. Dang, man, that's good. Yeah. I like that. That's I told good, you, I've been thinking about it all day. Yeah, man, that's good. That is good. So there's nothing wrong unless you want to dress up like an animal and uh, become a furry. So oh boy. do not yeah. do that. <laughs> Those furries must be the scalpers. The scalpers oh, are yes. dressed as furries. <laughs> that's who they are. That's great. You should, yeah. you should equate that and have fun on TikTok when you guys yeah. post that, and then all of the furries come attacking you. Good luck yes. with that. Yes. Come at me, furries. Come at me, bro. <laughs> Show me your real face. Uh, that's great. So that concludes another fantastic episode of This Week in Reselling, guys. Thank you so much, Ethan, for coming on. It's been a pleasure, my friend. We've learned a lot, man. There's some really yeah. good value in in this podcast. So oh, for sure. If you're listening to it, rewind it, listen, listen to it. I mean, Ethan is 20 years old and he's killing it. I love it. Killing it. I love it, man. So thank you so much. Again, guys, follow Ethan on his social media platforms, the college reseller on TikTok and Instagram. And his eBay store is linked down in the description below. Um, anything else, Ethan? You want to say um, people? I just I thank you guys for having me on. It was super fun. Um, yeah, I'd say like the biggest thing is be in a community that treats you like this. Where, mm -hmm. I mean, we are in in the grand scheme of things, the Nashville Flippers is a massive community on TikTok. But Ray, you and I have been friends probably for five or six months now, mm -hmm. probably even longer than that. Like. And I only have 6,000 followers. Not that I'm complaining, but like there's a massive difference between where we're at. The reselling community is wide and accepting. Mm -hmm. I don't think that there's a single person that I'm like, I don't like this person in the reselling community because all of us are just doing a job. It's just like if you have a job in farming, I'm sure that's the same way with the farmer community. But like 
the reselling community is very powerful and having people like the Nashville flippers that have such a large channel that bring in a bunch of value is a big thing to have where a lot of creators don't really bring value to, to the thing. They're just trying to build their own platform. So, um, I'm appreciative of you guys having me on and, um, yeah, hopefully, hopefully this um, podcast brought a lot of value to a lot of people because it was yeah. a lot of interesting and relatable and good topics to talk about with reselling. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. And just to piggyback off of that, Ethan, yeah, community is everything, dude. And it's, I just think it's cool to have people that do the yeah. same thing and just learn off of each other, you know, and always consistently learning. If you stop learning and you get too proud or, you know, you're not doing it right. So community is everything. If you're part of the Squishmallow community, or the furry community, you know, to each his own. So next week, That's Justin it. and I will be uh, debuting our new um, uh, Raptor yes. Mac. And furry outfits. And, and furry outfits. So stay tuned. So uh, guys, thank you so much again for jumping on. Uh, we really do appreciate it. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Follow us on all of our social media platforms. Mm-hmm. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. And go check out Poppin' Off Toys. Use use yes, the code Nashville Flippers. Get 10% off. And uh, that, that concludes our episode. My name is Ray. My name is Dustin. My name is Ethan. Name is- Come on, Ethan. <laughs> and we'll catch you guys on the flip side. See y'all. Peace. Peace. <laughs>